Yeah, good night of Shabbos. And the, it sounds like a very interesting thing. Pasha Shaftim. Shaftim, Vishaitim, Titim, Lachabachos, Shavecha. Right? It sounds like a police state. Right? You can't do anything. You got Shaitim, Shaitim, right? right? No. The idea is to teach you Mishpat Tzedek. That's the point. You have to some Mishpat Tzedek. That's the purpose. The first of all, there's two points. You know, when the person comes, wherever he goes, a kid goes to school, goes to camp, they tell them rules. When you know rules, what's the, what's the object? How to break the rules, right? And get what you want. In the tailor, that becomes a noble bishop's tailor. We're not out to break the rules and get what I want when I want what I want. You want what God wants. And therefore, there's a way of, of approaching it. Now, you can have Mishpat Tzedek, you can have not Mishpat Tzedek. I'll show you a basic one that's now going on in the world. Um, San Francisco just, just got the guy out. I think the other, the other cities can't do that. But uh, Manhattan has it, Brooklyn has it. They have a DA that tells the people that don't, tells the cops or, they, the, or uh, the, the prosecutors, the DAs, don't prosecute crimes of stealing. No, it's, stealing is not a crime. Why is stealing not a crime? It's, it's, this, uh, it's a re... Uh, what do you call it, of assets? It's re, uh, redistribution. redistribution of assets. That's all it is. And you had a thousand dollars before, and I took 500, so now we both got 500. So what are you complaining about? So what's that called, Ganeva? So in other words, obviously, they have no concept of what's called mine. Okay, Shali. Okay, we have even the point of socialism. Where was the point of uh, the, the, the Ted this week has about the old, the Ifumi Kibbutzim that made one Shaila they brought down right away was the head of Shaila, Hayy Mekadish Anisha, with something that belongs to everybody. And but there was only Shalas, I have no idea what they sold it, I don't know what they did with it, and I don't know what they think about Shalas, there's Mamish, nothing that's theirs, but that's called Amoritz by us. Shali, shalcho, shalcho, shali. It sounds very nice. We live in everything else, but there's no concept of mine and yours that there's something wrong. There is something wrong, but it's a, it's a nice way of living. You're not mullet, okay? You're not mullet. But you don't. You can be a kind man also and say, shali, shali, shaloch, shaloch, shaloch. That's a guy's a chosset. So, like, obviously, when I'm out, they're not objecting to you, giving your money away. We're objecting to, to this concept of the abshad is that it's free, that we do, we do whatever we want. It's not just thing as bios. That's important, okay? So the idea of the shaftim, uh, the shaitrim, we're not addicted to as policemen in that sense. I mean, they will act as policemen. But the idea is more of a guidance type of thing, what's right and what's wrong. And if you actually have a case, you have to go to it. There's nothing you can do about it. But at least it's an honest din. It's not a point of how Mr. Boy can talk, whatever it is there. It's a judge's obligation 
to hear from the defendants and from the and from the guy who was mourning, uh, and from both sides, to hear the case, to hear what he thinks it is. Now it's not a point of what you're convincing me, whatever it is. There, it's his job to do it, and when he feels convinced, that's when he passes the din, and that's what we're interested in. Anyway, but he gives the same thing that we had originally in Pashish, the volume that lisat the mishpat, lisat the ponim, lisikach sheichad, sheichad diavayinehat. And talking about Rashi says even sheichad to paskin the dinamis. Like what does that mean? How do you have sheichad to paskin the dinamis? Like so, but it's a reluctance. Guy comes to the rov and says, "I have a din with my friend." I'd like you to pass in it. Leave me alone. Well, we'll go find a business someplace. You know. I'm working, I've got my own job, and I'll give you $1,000 if you do it. I check it. One-sided, giving you a thing, made it worth my while, whatever you want to call it, I'm willing to do it. I check it to pass in the NMS. How does it affect you? So I don't think more of a case like this. I'm not sure. He's a coin. And, uh, and the guy came for the entire before him, bringing him trume and stuff that he has to give him anyway. Doesn't have to give him, he give any coin. But in that respect, he's a coin like anybody else. He's entitled to take it. Right? He's entitled to it. And it says he, he refused the trume, and he also refused to sit on the bezin, and he says afterwards that as the, the, the he was standing outside and hearing how the dentator was going by, and and, was, uh, and he was saying, why didn't this guy say this? Why doesn't he say this? Why doesn't he say that? So he sees how it affects even the rotsen to do me not even a favor because you have to bring it to some coin, and I'm a coin, so what difference does it make to me or not? But it's not yours, you can't keep it. You have to give it away. Enough for P. Kane, I was that affected to the point that I was always looking for schus for this guy that he should win the case. So that's the Avla of Sheikhad even the Paskin the Nemes. Okay, all these things were written on Shlema Melech's uh, steps, the Benita lines. And he had over there that these things, what does that mean? It says, you know, you have an actor. You're looking for a guy to portray what should a judge look like, right? He has to look hoshuv. He has to look what he called. So we pick out this 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 guy, right? But this guy doesn't have anything in him. He doesn't know anything. He can't be a judge. He's an actor. You give him the lines, he'll be able to say it. He looks what a judge should look like. That's the point. Otherwise, an asheva has no sheikhs. I mean, it looks look silly, right? Maybe you get in a place there where you're doing shritas, you're doing this and that, and you have a thing, then you can put all of a sudden the trees are implanted. <coughs> but if you're looking for something to represent, to look like something or something like that, that's what you think. So that, don't look for a judge by what he looks like. Look for him what he is. 
That's what you said. And then it says, Now here, we have a shverik and a lot of shverik Rashi says, an Indian, what did he say? Asher sone Hashem Elkecha, right? Mizbach Avonim, Adomet Sivilaz, yeah, Zu Sone, Ki Hoiso Lekananim, the Afar Pish Hoiso Ahuvaloi, the Mehovis, even though God loved that not Savor, the Mehovis, Achshav Sone and they don't make a misbeach l'avidizor. They don't make a matzevah l'avidizor. What's he talking about? And how does he know that the God loved it by the office? There's only one case that we know. The case of Yankif Avinu. When Yankif Avinu got up uh, from the sleep and the dream, and he understood from the dream that everything you do has to be l'shem shemayim, right? Not just the point of, of let's say, your yeshiva. So therefore, he didn't go to sleep for 14 years. And we said it's impossible if you don't sleep for three days. It's, it's obviously impossible. So we're talking about obviously it means he didn't go to sleep. Okay, he didn't go to sleep. Why? Because I got to learn every single minute of my life. But the truth is, if you sit down and sleep for a couple of hours, you'll have a lot of keiches in your mind to be able to, to penetrate the tailor. You don't do it, you don't do it. You don't get it. So I have to use the keich that Benishim gave me. He gave me to eat food. You eat food, not because food, I enjoy food. I have to eat food because the food's necessary for me to live. You're right. I, but once I, with the food that I'm eating, for me to live, I can enjoy. That's what I make a bracha that I should enjoy it. There's no question about it. But I don't eat food just because I enjoy it. I eat food for that, for the, for the other reason, was to keep me alive, to serve a Kodesh That's the purpose of it. That's what Yankee Vovino awoke with. And he took a matzeva, and what did he do? He poured oil on it. And he did the same thing again when he was in Mikhaim the Nedel. And he said to the Lubanish and the Ferish over there, if I can do it, I'm yours. I'm makabu you for the course. If I can't do it, I'm not makabu. Obviously, he went and he was able to do it. This yisoid for for us, for all of us, that we're mechayiv to work on it, and that's elikei Yaakov that we exchange manesh. We find beside the elikei avisechem, which is the teire elikei avu yitzgal Yaakov different yisoides. That we have, and this is Yaakov's Messiah. So the indicator that he was trying to show when you're dealing with Gashmis, facts, where's the fact? That's the lotion of Gashmis, right? Where's the taste? What's the oil for? That's the fat. It makes food taste better. It adds calories to something. It makes something rich. It makes something, that's the thing, not dry. Now, what do you call it? That is the point of Gashmis. And that is the biggest gashmi that you can have is oil. And in that he says, I put that on a matseva. A matseva is atkan. I don't have to grow. For a human being, it's a very bad thing, a matseva. What matseva says is, I'm satisfied with who I am. 
I don't have to grow. That's not us. By us, we always make a mezbeach. We always believe in growth. We always believe again and again and again. And always give more. And we, and we, when we, I think in, when we, we spoke Pausha's uh, Bullock, he, he, we see that when, when uh, um, Bilom is bringing Korbanus, He's saying, I brought seven comments, Bidmeyachs, and I brought Shavayel on each one. <coughs> and all the others together brought only seven Mizbeyachs, and they only were marked with one carbon. So what was the Mizbeyach for? So obviously, Mizbeyach was telling you who I am. I'm a person of growth. I'm not a pan. I make something in front of my house, some kind of a, something that's supposed to look nice, and so it depends, is it a one piece or is it misbeach? <coughs> I don't use it, not makriv on it. If it's a metzias, this is who I am. And that's what it is. There. So therefore, I don't hear we even had this thing, the mayovis. He didn't mention, never liked the mayovis either. And therefore, I don't know what Rashi says. And if I say, as I say, if you're dealing with what the Goyim did, they definitely made a misbeach also the same thing like they made a matzeva. So you can't say that there's no there's no such thing. So therefore, it doesn't make anything. I don't I don't understand. I think simply this was always there in that shot. Yeah. <coughs> the union of the Yimotzi B'Kibbuchah B'Achad Shorecha Shesham B'Chamesu Isha Isha Yasesara talks about Avi and you'll find that he calls uh, three times. And the real thing I think is why it is three times called Ra? Because he really did three things wrong. He didn't just do one thing wrong. We have the Aftar in the Pausches of Masse that he says that it says, Shnaim Royce Osuli. You did me two wrong. If you be a thing, one, you left me. In other words, you say, I can't do something, so therefore you went away from God. And you took it away, it's over. That's the second thing. Becoming up in Kehlas is one thing. That's one available. I now take the Kehlas I could have spoken, put it onto a Getschke or to whatever it is, and all of a sudden I have two rods. And then the fact itself is unavailable. So therefore, it's the real law, the Venetian said. Comes. For Shaini is is uh, is Zokimamre, and Zokimamre is one of the four avayrus that they, they, or what he called they keep for the for the regal that everyone should see and be and 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 see that this is not the way he's supposed to be. Zokimamre. And the Gemara describes how to become a Zokimamre. It's not that easy. So you have to be very persistent. But to understand, it doesn't make a difference how big you are. There's an Indian of discipline. The Gemara's case is against Rabbi Eliezer. And the Rabbi Eliezer was very persistent. He brought in Nisim to prove that he was right. 
And Rabbi Yeshua counteracted all these nisim. And but the nisim, obviously, you see, but the one, the final one was that the wall of Beis should fall in. That's what Beleza said. Rabbi Yeshua said, you stay out of it, and all of a sudden the wall it stays slanted. You have a slanted wall of Beis Medrash. The cover of Yeshua and the cover of Beleza. But the idea is they put him into Cherem. He put him into Cherem because he was a Zoki Mamre. Doesn't mean that they didn't love him. It doesn't mean that they didn't respect his knowledge. You see, in the end, when he finally dies, the Yeshua runs into the cave. He was a man that when he said, Yeshua bent down and kissed him. He's the great Rebbe. But you can't be a Zokimamri. There's a din that goes after the Rabbim. And the persistence, in other words, the good guy's persistent one way or the other. Yeah, I don't agree with you, I still, still scream. But they said, we decided that's it, it's over at that point. And that's what we have to remember. In other words, and that's why it's really, for there's only going to be a few people that it's going to affect. It's not going to be everybody in the world. But the, this, the idea of being that stubborn, if you want to call it, that even when the, when the, the din is oiskipaskin, then you're doing it and proving it and trying to prove it. Those things, it's finished. It's done. And that's the thing. what's the melech? That's the next thing. Right? He says the melech kichol agoyim. There's a reason why you want a melech. Why is the form of government that that you picking is to have a melech? Right? Maybe uh, we're living in a what do we call it? Democracy. We don't have a melech. In fact, I believe. When the founding fathers of America had a Gansamachlikis, whether George Washington should be made king or president. The difference is a king is Yehushadikaloch. It also it's against for life, it's not necessarily Yerusha. Poland had a king and they elected him for life, but as soon as he dies, they elect a new king. It doesn't go automatically to his king and to his children. In most cases, it goes to the children. And uh, the Goyim, how they protect <coughs> themselves as the divine right of, of kings, that you're not allowed to really act against them. They, they, whatever they do is right, and that's it. Divine right of kings. So Mamele, they're automatically right. Okay, we don't believe in that either. It's not just think you're automatically right. You have to do what's right. The truth is, though, I mean, we've had bad kings. Malchus Bistovit had bad kings. We had Ochus, had Menashe. We had bad kings. But, obviously, the Torah, we pray for Malchus Bistovit, we pray that we've turned that thing. 
What do we see is the benefit of Malchus over, over democracy? I think the simplest answer is I'm guaranteed a position. I'm guaranteed food. Whatever it is, you can tell me. You can tell me you don't need money. Not an issue. You need money to run a government that you need. But you don't need personal money. You want to run a, a, a state dinner with real silver? That's the government needs that. So we'll buy real silver. Right? It's not that I need real silver. I happen to have real silver in the house, so why should I go out and buy stainless steel? I got real silver, so I'll leave it real silver. But it's not a point that I'm buying it for myself. But the person is, but we find, even by, by dictators, that they put away billions of dollars in other countries in order to be able that when they felt that when they die, they want to leave something over for their kids, and the government's not going to let it go to their kids, so we're going to steal from the government, from the state now, in order that my children will have. And that, if you have your children, are going to be kings. You don't need to top anything. You don't have to hide anything for anything. Everything is open. I don't need anything. I think that. Now, the question is, if I'm good or bad, that's another thing. That's like any other thing in the world. But... But the power, the Eitzahore, if you want to put it, that it's me, or that is not necessary because I am. And therefore, it is not necessary. <coughs> there are ways how to be a Melech, that's good, how to train you to be a Melech. I guess we learn from your Shofat a little bit like that. I believe Hashid uh, Shereb is trained to be like that. That Barabim, you don't smile. Barabim, you talk tough. Rabbim, what do you call? The private, oh, you give a kiss to the to, to, to the Tamatrochem, you stand up for him, whatever it is, nothing. But nothing, but a Melech doesn't show softness in public. So they're different, a public uh, picture or a private picture. Now this melech is a very interesting thing. It says you're not allowed to put a melech except from someone of yours. The Gemara has a discussion about, boy, what's his name? Ben Rochel, what was his name? Mori Bar Rochel. Mori Bar Rochel was this a son. He was from a goy before Isigiyura became a girl and married Rachel. He was, uh, whatever it is, he was a bandit, a goy, and he raped Rachel and he had a kid <coughs> called Mori. And there came a question about marrying the Kedusha. He's not a Koyan, Shmuel was a Koyan. <coughs> he doesn't have Kahuna. But can he be appointed for anything? And Moel says yes. In other words, the for, he's called Mikel uh, uh, because his mother is Jewish. But to be a real king, he can't be unless his father is Jewish. 
The funny thing is, there's no requirement of the mother to be Jewish by a real king. A real king, all you need is the father. That's the palace. So I don't know what the exact, you know, you're telling me a chiddush, the mother is not enough to make you a real king. It can be a king, the definition of a king is anyone has power over you. So the guy who comes and inspects my, my gears line, he has power over me. He can shut me down or not. So therefore, he's a king. So he has no power. He can't be a king unless he's Mikhail Vachecha. <coughs> so that guy, that's enough to be if the mother's a Jew. Right? And what about to be a real king? You need the father to be a Jew. Now, it can't be, obviously, the father married a shiksa, and that, that wouldn't help because that's not called being a Jew. But he can marry the Yudas, and Chavam is, is, is Ben-Namo, right? So therefore, you're already in Malchus based David, you have a Yudas' son become the king. So all you need is the, is the father. But the idea is that she has to be a Jew. Father being a Jew, marrying a shiksa wouldn't help anything. That wouldn't help anything. Okay. Now the Egyptian of Sus, it's like to understand it. We're discussing it in in Bereshis. If you remember that nowhere in all the gifts that Pari gave, Avimelech gave, anybody gave, nobody gave you horses. They gave you camels, they gave you donkeys, they gave you, but no horses. Why not? Because horses was a specialized weapon that only Egypt had. And that was their, their big mile. I guess I assume that individual horses were was step in, but you'd have Kosus Pari, Rechev, whatever it is, there's the idea is having an, a cavalry, which, which is stuff that was done by horses. And um, you have different places, even during the wars of the Middle Ages, where there were everyone, there was war and fought on wars. The wars in England did not have the horses that the Egyptians had. That's called an Arab horse, it's a horse that those are racehorses. They can go very fast. Those are the horses that, that really can catch you. They used to have a big horse that was very tall and very big, a steed they used to call it. And that horse, you couldn't knock him off the horse. That's the point. The horse itself had power. It was like a tank. But if you wanted speed, you didn't have it. So a guy can, can always run, run around him that's why when the when they came, the Crusaders didn't have that mitre of being able to defeat the uh, the Arabs because they didn't have the horses that they had, even though they bought horses, but they weren't the type of horse that they could use. They didn't have that speed. And speed and weapon is is a very good thing. So. In other words, so it's possible that they that he won a lot of horses. I'm not talking about five horses. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, it maybe it is. Maybe I, I'm, I'm running the racehorse business and I want to go down and pick down my own horse. I'm going to go back to Mitzrayim. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you not to do it. 
But drumly, we're talking about simply, I need horses for the army. They have the horses. I have to go to them for the horses. Tell you, don't Okay, but if it's how do we run the army or not, or whatever it is there, or maybe that's cool, just enough for his cavalry, that's it, but nothing for show, nothing for what he called. I don't have extra horses. Okay. No one had horses. If the Adam didn't have horses, what was the kind of bill for not having a horse? There wasn't a kind of, but it meant that it's like no one has a Rolls Royce either, right? But if you have enough money, you got the Rolls Royce. So, Billum, you're, you're the big shot in the world. You're the one that can curse everybody out and this and that. So, where's your world's voice? How does this Come tell it's the soil, and it tells you an interesting thing. You have to boil all it, and what are you going to do? Don't learn from the goyim. What did the goyim do? There's not no right, that means that they kill him. That means there's a type of uh, magic in it. There's all these type of things which are chokhmis. And uh, according to Ramban, they are the uh, the Eastern Chachmas of uh, what he called, and in Emerson, some are magic, but again, it's a Chachma. Shleimah Melech knew it all because of the Chachma that he learned that the Benjamin gave him, so he understood how all these things work, right? And he was able to do all these things. He didn't do it. You're not allowed to do the thing, but then. You know, and now then, and, and it says, and this is all really to know what the future is. And if you go downtown Manhattan, I mean, downtown, I mean, down Wall Street area, where the money, where all the, 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 uh, the stock exchanges are, you'll have somebody see how many seers they are there. Or people with, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the globe? What do they think that in there? What was the globe called? Pendulum? Hmm? Crystal ball. Crystal ball. Okay. A crystal ball, look at your hands, all this type of stuff. You go downtown, you'll see the stores all over. They make a living, these, these gypsies. Obviously, they're not starving, and they have to rent the store. What's the cost of money? So obviously, people are paying your money to, to do these things. Why are they doing it? I need a little extra help. I'm going in for a big deal. I want to know if I'm going to be successful. I have to go to them and I pay them. And they tell me you're going to be successful. Go, wonderful. Did you ever see a lousy uh, Chinese, uh, whatever they call it, uh, Chinese cookies? Fortune cookies. Fortune cookies. You ever see uh, a bad fortune? Okay, so I'm saying the same thing here. You never have anything that's bad. Uh, they learn from you what you want, and, they, and they're able to tell it. And it sounds like right, and then, then there's big knowledge that comes because of it. And that's uh, why they can fool you and, and, they can, and take advantage of you. But the idea is, I'm looking for the future. I'm looking to figure out how am I not going to get into the trouble that God wants me to get into. 
So Rashi says in the end, the posse ends Tomim Ti and Hashem Lekecho. And there's a sefer over here that reads this way: Im Tomim Ato. If you are Tomim, then Im Hashem Then you belong to God. So the the, the uh, Malbum tries to translate it to mean that if I rely on God. That's that's the way I rely on God. Then Tomim Tiyam Shemalakecha. Then God will give you Ashkocha Pratis. And all the rules of the world, all the knowledge, all the all the you know the odds are you supposed to this he comes back, uh, whatever it is there, uh, or you'll you'll be dead in twenty years. But all these things are meaningless because I have Ashkocha Pratis. And all the things, these, what you told me has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with Claudius Soya. And that's one of the big titles I have on, on, on different Chochmas. Uh, what we learn in school is the world. We don't learn Jews. Okay, now, Rashi says a very clear thing over on Tom Tehoshim Lekechon. Is halachimai betmimus go with him with tmimus, with itzapeloi and hope to him. Leitachagach alasidus. Don't worry about the future. Don't try to figure it out. Elukol ma'ashibor leish every alecha. Whatever happens to you, kabel betmimus be mekabelit ostia imoi ulechelkoi, and then you become one of his. No, it's God. I know that when you give me something, it's not something because I'm one of, I'm a guy coming from Eastern Europe, and what do you call it? You gave me a machla. You gave me a machla because you have a taina to me. And you have a taina to me, okay, so that's me and you, Rabbi I'm gonna do tshuva. I don't know what exactly you want, I'll try to figure it out, and I'm gonna do tshuva on it. But I know it's you that's giving it to me. It's not happening to me by itself. That's then you're one of his. If you go in and say, you know, they told me I'm, I'm going to die because I'm, I'm part of the 80% of what he called there, so the rave is the Misa, and therefore I'm praying to you. What are you praying to me for? You're part of 80%, so you're going to die. 80% once. I believe it's me that's doing it. And then you can pray to me. If he's helping me, it happens by itself, so what do you want from me? That's the put the Bain shows money for us. The Ramban tells it even stronger on this Posik. He says, well, he talks about this, all these things really are chokhmis. Also, we'll have to talk about that in a minute anyway. So he says, you, if they tell you that this and this is going to happen to you, you're supposed to say no. And that's a mitzvah assay. If you don't believe that, then you're not, you're not becoming a mitzvah assay. It doesn't apply to me. It doesn't make whatever you're telling me, it doesn't make a difference. It's not related to me. Me and God are two different chashbenists. And I'm not part of the world. I'm, I'm a hashkochapotis. He wants to get me, he'll get me. Then I'm, then I'm not saying that he won't get me. And he may get me with the way that the Chorilub is, that, that, that he may do. 
it's because of personal kindness to me that he has to do it. And I have to solve that problem with him. And therefore, then I can deal with God. And that's the, that's the ikil, what all the Rishonim say, and so on. Now, the kashi becomes, why is it that I threw them out? He said, because they did all these type of things. I said, because, God gave them over to, they, he inherited, he gave them over, gave you the inheritance from them. Why? They didn't do anything wrong. It's only Zayim Mitzvah B'nai Noyach. So the Ram is showing him, don't want to tie that, obviously, you see, there's more to Zayim Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, okay? But Chayre, we, our Kabbalah is Zayim Mitzvah B'nai Noyach. And Chayre, these are not the Zayim Mitzvah, the guy going to be, it's not one of the Zayim Mitzvah. It has nothing to do with being one of the Zayim Mitzvah. What we're dealing here is, with people living in El Tzisoyal, Neyach HaKodesh Baruch they all be with them. The the base amigdosh was kodesh from from other Mauritian's time. This so this is the place. This is it. You're living where God's shechina is, whatever that means. Why do you go to look for future things when you can go to the Rebbein Shalom himself? He's right here. Go to Har Maria. He's right there. You can talk to him himself. Why are you guys, you going doing these things and doing magic to figure out what's the future it's going to hold for me? You don't belong here then. That's the point. I'm kicking you out because you don't belong here. Not because you did evil, you did an Aveda. There's no Aveda. Oh, but you don't belong here. Here you're supposed to trust in God in this area. You can't just go and say, oh, I want to see what the, what the magicians say, whatever these things are, and that, and that, that doesn't work. Is that because Goyim and Ertisrael have Ashtoka Pratis, or it's a time on them that they didn't, they didn't have Ashtoka Pratis? Oh, but the Maisha, they should have realized it was Rabbeinu Shalim. And then? And then, and Rabbeinu Shalim. They have to treat him, get rid of the smart wall together, whatever they'll do. Or they, they, they would tr do it, but they would deal with the banish them, not try to figure out how they personally will get out of it. Uh. Now, the Rashiva holds this is a very important Yusoid, but we don't look for the future. And he goes, Rashi, that whatever happens, that's what we're supposed to accept upon ourselves. And obviously, how to live with it? We 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 definitely can pray and do truva and everything else to get rid of it. About there's ways of living with certain things. But the pasuk is a very fuzzy pasuk. He says, "Why why are you these going go to good all the magicians? They go to magicians." But you, you can't do that. Why? Because God gave you a Novi. And if you have a problem, you have to know, wherever you have to know something, that you can go to the Novi, go to the Novi. Let me ask you the Novi now. Well, no Novi anymore. Is there a Nurum Vitumim? No room with him anymore. Rashi says room with him also. There's no room with him anymore. So what's the time on me? So I got to go to a magician. How else am I going to know what the future is? So I say there's two different laws here. 
Until Hamishi, that's talking about the private person. A private person, you follow the Torah. There's no laws for you special. There's no Navi for you. There's no what he called you. A private person, you follow the Torah. Torah tells you there's something wrong. Must be that you didn't have it. Go find out what you did. Do chuve, go away. Finished. In God's hands. After Hamishi, we're talking about Klal Yisrael. Now, Klal Yisrael has things to do which are against the Torah. I'll give you a mention, Moshe. What's against the Torah? You can't put yourself in danger, right? So how you become a soldier? You can't put yourself in danger, right? And obviously we had soldiers because the Rebbein Yishim told us that sometimes I want you to attack what you called a, not a preemptive war, talking about a war where you go counter to get property, get to logic and out your soil. For whatever reasons, you go to war. It's like, the world goes to war. What does the world go to war for? He has resources. I don't have the resources. I want them, so I'm going to fight him for it. That's all. That you can only do if you have a Navi or a Umbatumim. What Shiva said because of that, in Mais Cheney, you don't find any wars except the war against Edom. When they when Hashmanoyim brought in Antipater, Antipater and Hudas and all these guys that they brought him in when they defeated Edom. And he said it must be that at that time that was considered a preemptive war. What is a preemptive war? If anyone that uh, remembers the sixty seven war, that was a preemptive war. In other words, Al Chisol admits they fired the first shot. The reason they fired the first shot is because they were completely surrounded and they were coming. And right now, it's quiet. We're able to get away. If we, if we attack now, when we're able to wipe out their air force and everything else, exactly what they did, then of course, then we win the war. That's called a preemptive war. I didn't go. <coughs> preemptive war is really defensive war. Defensive wars were entitled to. Now, if you want to take something away from me, I can fight you for it. That there's no question about it. So preemptive wars are very important that we could fight it. But in time of Hashem the only preemptive war we had was really against the Greeks and so on. And those were the preemptive wars. So we fought them, we defeated them, and whatever it is there. But afterwards, we find one war that they did attack, and we gained, and, and, and we captured people from it, and this and that, which was really the end of Claudiusol because of it, in the thing there. But that's what we did. That was because we, we obviously decided by the Chachomim, or someone, that this war was a necessary war. It was not, it's not at one point just capturing people or, or territory. And that's why I hold that that's what the passion divides itself in those two things. The Taylor then goes back again 
to only make wood. I just want to explain one thing in Rabbi Miklut. It says, and yeah, why? What happens? He says, guy killed by accident, right? And uh, we shouldn't. Uh, they shouldn't <coughs> what do you call the girl Adam shouldn't get him because he'll kill him. No, Eloi ain't mishpat movis, and this. The, the murderer did not deserve death. Didn't hate him for yesterday and the day before. And the Gemara says, what's a sign? That's a guy you don't say hello to because you're angry at him for three days. Um, let me ask you. Somebody you don't talk to for three days, you want to kill him? Right? So then what do you mean by this? Shadows, I think this is about the best. We're talking about carelessness here. We are not talking about murder. The halacha of murder is being careless. That's that's murder. And we have to understand that, and that's why the Torah keeps hacking again and hacking again and hacking again that if you kill someone by accident, it's not an accident. You were careless, and you're a A guy is chayiv misa for it. You are a retzeach b'shoigeg. You just don't know the halacha. What is the halacha? The halacha is you can't be careless. Okay. So what does careless have to do with the, if I say a lot him or not? I'm chopping wood, that's the case that's given in the forest. And uh, my, my axe handle is, 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 is loose. Falls off sometimes. So normally you have somebody watching. You know, if, if somebody comes, tell me so I won't be, uh, won't bang. They tell me the guy you haven't spoken to for three days, he's coming. Let him worry about himself. What do I have to worry about him? I'm not out to kill him. Let him worry about himself. Let's see that this is why everybody does this, right? Um, when you had babies, little kids, you baby-proofed your house, right? You bought a certain type of furniture, nope, not pointy, more round. You put little plugs in the electric holder, electric uh, plugs over there. The kids can't get their finger in there or something else in there. And you really did a good job, right? Baruch Hashem, the kids grew up and they're out of the house and they're big or in their house. I can take these plugs out of the things there. Why? Because every time I, I had to put in a plug that I wanted to attach something, I had to make sure I had nails that I can wear this plastic thing and pull them out. But I bite my nails and I don't have any nails, so how am I supposed to do it? Right? And take a knife and put it over there, then we'll have an explosion. Right? So I don't want to bother with all these things anymore. So now my friend is bringing his kids over, his little babies over. So I go say, quick, 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 let's get some of these plastic things in. <coughs> or we tell them, let's watch your own kids. You come into my house, you watch your own kids, kid. 
And that's what it is that you watch yourself. You no, know, the idea is when it comes to care, that's not carelessness. That's a, you know the situation. But when it comes to carelessness, I can't say it's your responsibility to watch yourself. My responsibility is not to hurt you. Especially Dafka not to kill you for sure. We have the Indian of Adam uh, Zaymim. Now, the way we normally picture Adam Zaymim is that they're a bunch of goyim, a bunch of gangsters that they're willing to say false witness against somebody. What do you call? But I want to give you another scenario, maybe. There's a dope dealer outside the yeshiva. And we can't catch him. No matter what we do, he's always ahead of us. Every time we call the cops, he's clean. So how do you know he's a dope dealer? <laughs> Good question. But we're assuming that we know. tried to sell me, or he sold me. I said, no, he's a dope dealer. He's killing our kids. We have a good yeshiva here, but they're all becoming dope addicts. We gotta get rid of this guy. How are we gonna get rid of him? We can't catch him. You know, there are other laws in the title besides dope dealing. I don't even know what that look is, exactly I'm dope doing, but there isn't there. Let's say he was Machal Shabbos. Two of us are coming to say, hey, this is Machal Shabbos. We'll kill him. Then we get rid of him. Sheb Shemayim we're doing this. Right? So then is there's no Shem Shemayim here. You can do all you want, but you're not allowed to say false witness. In these uh, aids, I mean. Think that now, why? What will happen? I said you got to pray to God, or do something to to counteract somehow this 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 dope addict. But you can't go along and say we're going to do this. Can't do this. Many of us are evil on this thing. What do you mean, Avon? I don't see false witness about anybody, anything. If I ask you about a Hersha, that's no good. You know it's no good? How do you know it's no good? Did you ever see any of the inspections that they do? Ever saw any of his Ashkoches? How do you know it's no good? Elevos, the word in the yeshiva is that we don't use this word. Now, why don't we use it? Not because it's no good. I have no idea if it's no good. But we never checked it out. We never heard any good things about it. Or we heard things that maybe we should be weary of or whatever it is. I don't start up with a new thing. Shash is muta by Loshanola. What's shash mean? 
Meaning, look, I got to move into a new town. And I asked somebody, where do you buy meat? And I'll tell you, well, there's two butcher shops here, but everybody buys Albany, buy a potato, buy from this guy, not from this guy. So why don't you go, you do your metabolism and all that? The other guy's no good? Hospital? I didn't say that. I don't know if the other guy's no good. But why should I buy from a guy that no one says he's good? And I don't know, I have no way of expecting. I have to buy from a guy that everybody says he's good. So why do I need the headache of checking into it myself? So if you tell me, Hersher A is good, Hersher B is good, Hersher C, we don't use. Now, we don't use, why? Because it's no good? Well, because I don't know. I don't know, so therefore I don't know. Unfortunately, what do we say? And someone will ask me about a certain Hersher. Right? Treif. How do you know it's treif? You don't know. You're passing up a din because you don't know anything about it. It's a couple of shenora. And he became an age zoyman, really. And he goes, you're saying, this guy's treif. And you don't even know. Okay. That's something that we got to be careful about now with the couple. To say, always, I don't know. I can't tell you anything about the guy. I don't know anything about him. Well, I don't use him. It has nothing to do with it. Be the finest person in the world. I have no idea. Okay, the Indian are going to war and not being afraid. It's a very strange thing. But you see, we're called the rebel yell. What was the rebel yell when in, in the uh, Civil War? When the, when the Southerners attacked, <coughs> Confederates attacked, was with a gishrei, a yell. The yell scares you. Indians attack, they yell, they scare you. They bring down, they bring four types of noises that they used to make to scare you. I have no idea what's going on, I don't understand. You're not supposed to be afraid. You're supposed to go in. And that's, I got to go against my emotions, and that's the hard thing to do. That's what I got to do. Why? How can I do it? How do I go against my emotions? By telling you I'm in God's hands. I'm always in God's hands. He always is around protecting me. And the fact that I'm in war, surrounded by many enemies, doesn't make me less in God's hands than I was before. Now, I'll tell you a story that, that uh, I saw a clip of this thing. I don't know, it was recently, when I say recently, it could be the last 10 years or something. But I believe it had to do with the 67 war. I'm not 100% sure. It was on the Golan Heights. It could have been with the, uh, the Yom Kippur war. But I don't think there was such an, an, an army and such a thing. The Yidden, the Klaia, what he called, the Israelis took the Golan Heights part of Syria originally, right? And they kept it. Syria, they had about 100 tanks, and they, they held the position. Syria made a counterattack with over 1,000 tanks. Now, if you see 1,000 tanks coming at you, and you're one guy good, there's 100 of us. Well, but first of all, I don't even know that there's 100 of us. Right now, I'm alone, and I see there's 1,000 guys coming down on me. My, my, my tendency is I'm getting out of here, right? And they held their ground. And of course, the Nisan that were made 
was that the Israelis, the hundred, every time they shot, they had a tank. So I don't know if they shot 10, 10 times and they got a thousand tanks, I don't know. But the Arab tanks missed. And this is Bietzim. It seems uh, I heard from Gershon once that he said he heard that uh, there was a, read an article from an Arab uh, general from the, when they were doing either the Scud War, remember the first uh, Gulf War, when they sent Scuds against Israel, or other times when they have all these rockets that come into Israel. How many people get killed by the Israelis? Very weird. Yes, someone got killed. Why is that? They're aiming at you. Why are you not? No one's killing you. Good, they sell 4,000. It was a good reason for us to go shoot them back down. All this is right. But, but why didn't they hit with the 4,000 shots that they shot? So a guy said to someone, he said, if he was such bad Amos, all, all, the, all, the, all the weapons we use are calibrated like anybody else's weapons. You want to hit that tent, that house over there, you put this down to wherever it is there, and you shoot it, and you hit it, and it bangs down down. What's your shadow? And we miss. Why do we miss? Because God's with you. That's why we miss. And that's the point over here also. God is with us. They, they, they don't get us. They miss. The end of the settler is there's only got a couple of minutes left. Talking about the union, you're finding uh, a dead person. And there's a whole ceremony about it. The idea of, again, our responsibility to uh, to, uh, to call your soil. And the thing that Pshat is, anybody that comes, anybody that comes, we take care of him. Feed him, take care of him, we we'll love him. Make sure that he's, he's out of danger before we say, we say goodbye to him. These are the things that Klai Soul does. And if you find a dead person, that means Klai Soul has to claim we are innocent. We didn't do it. It happened, it happened, but we didn't do it. That's the point of the thing. You have such a responsibility of, of towards your, your, your fellow Jew that there's no such thing as saying that you can guy can die if he visited you. You you took care of everything that he needed. It's impossible that he died. If he died, you have to say, I can't understand it, or he didn't come to me. We didn't kill this person. And this is called, we did kill. We didn't take care of him. We didn't give him what he needed. When he needed it, we killed him. That's the important part that you have to realize. We did kill him. And that's the part that they're not supposed to do. And, uh, yes, that's the key. Anyway. Have a good Shabbos, and we should be. We should hope to be continuing this. Okay.